Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both <coughs> mics. All right, all right, all right. I like it when that lady with the robot type voice is like, "Hey, hey, listen to the worst fucking show ever." I like it even better when we're actually live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash both mics. Yeah, I'm trying to get you up live on the video here. Yeah. Hang on, I'm, I'm doing it. In the well, while you're doing that, I'll yes. do welcome to both mics, folks. Both mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Safka. And, and I am Mike Taylor. Yes, he or is Mike Taylor. What he said, that is Mike Taylor. Welcome to show number 60, whoa, 76, 1976, 76 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere podcast can be heard live right now on twitch.tv slash both mics. Uh, find anything you need to know about us. Look, it's me. It's me. I'm here. Um, bothmics.com. Check it out. Anything you need to know about that mic or this mic, you can find on bothmics.com. You would be correct, sir. How are you? How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. Doing good for for a Friday, you know. Yeah. Doing good for a white guy. Yeah. Now, you're um you're gearing up for your big uh your big cruise coming up here, right? In February. Well, yeah. I just just got off a cruise, and uh, so is it the same know. cruise line you're going on, or a different one? No, believe it or not, no. Let me turn up your volume a little bit so I can hear you a little better. All right. Um, <clears throat> no, last cruise I was on was MSC. It's a it's a actually a cargo company. That started a actual passenger cruise line. So MSC is what the one I was on. The one I'm going on is Monsters of Rock, and this will be like my ninth time going on it. And this particular year, we're going on a ship called Freedom of the Seas. It is a very large cruise ship, um, and Royal Caribbean Cruise Line is the cruise line that's doing it. Uh, MSC has done it before. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Line has done a couple, and now I think the last five or six are, have been on uh, uh, Royal Caribbean, been on Mariner of the Seas, Navigator of the Seas, uh, Independence of the Seas, will be on Freedom of the Seas, and Brilliance of the Seas. So they've been a bunch of different bigger boats each time, it seems like. So they're, <clears throat> they're in the second highest class of, uh, of attendance or passenger capacity. With a capacity of about four thousand people, if you if you completely fill it up. So, so uh, have you been on one of these where it wasn't full of fans for the show, and then like maybe other people were just there and like, oh, I didn't know. No, no, okay, I, I I've been on cruises like that. Like actually, my last cruise, we were other people on the salsa cruise for seven days, and that was interesting. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. So, so and, what, are, what are the dates of your cruise coming up here? So I know when to come rob your house. <laughs> well, since I since I live in at Apopka, Florida, you yes. can come by any time. Yes. Uh, between, uh, well, we're going to be out of town the eighth of February to the fourteenth, but the cruise itself will be the the ninth through the fourteenth. All right. Uh, le- leaving out of Miami, Florida. All uh, right. Like I said, I've been, I've been doing this cruise since two thousand fourteen, and. It's been out of Miami almost every time. I've been out of Fort Lauderdale one year and Tampa one year. That was fun. Uh, They always do what's called a pre-cruise party or two. And uh, (coughs) this particular one uh, will have a one pre-cruise party with entertainment to be announced at a place called Magic City Casino in Miami. Yeah, been there. Been there? Yeah, uh, they do it. The, the dog track out back. Yeah, has a, a bandstand. Yeah, they're doing it at the bandstand. But they don't uh, let you. Cr- they don't let you on the field. You have to sit in the seats, right? No, no. The VIP gets to come yeah. down on the field in uh, the infield. And of course, uh, every time except for once, I've been VIP, silver or gold VIP, for this particular cruise. And yeah. we always go down to the field. It depends. Like one year, we were just tired. And we're like, screw it. Let's just sit down. Because uh, we used to fly in from San Antonio. This will be the first Monsters of Rock cruise that we don't have to fly into. We just get on I-95 and head south. So, so. you're bringing the kids, putting headphones on them? No. No. Uh, Mama is coming to town. Perfect. And uh, the boys will be staying with her, or she'll be staying with the boys, essentially. Okay. Uh Let's see. Miami. I told you. Florida. Oh, actually, I've been to another Monsters of Rock out of L.A. 
totally oh, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. One year, I think 2016, they did a, a East Coast, West Coast. And uh, East Coast being on the, I think, the Norwegian Pearl, uh, probably. And uh, that was out of Miami. And then in October of the same year, they did a Monsters of Rock cruise out of L.A. or, or Long Beach, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we got it like three days early. And we did the, the, the bus tour of this of Hollywood and all that. And we stayed right off of Sunset Strip, uh, kind of in, in North Hollywood, not really West Hollywood, where all the, the 80s action happened. And uh, they had a couple uh, pre-cruise parties going on there. But we missed one because we went to go see um, – uh, Jack Russell's Great White at the Whiskey A Go Go, and um, and essentially that's where we got that picture we were talking about earlier yeah. signed uh, <laughs> that so, I never got to yet. So what? <laughs> what the, let me ask you, who's going to be the performance at Magic City the night before? We don't know yet. I, I they they kind of save little Easter eggs and you know they'll, they'll announce things. You know they don't announce everything at once. Uh, they announced Alice Cooper on the boat last Monsters of Rock cruise. And then little by little, they uh, they get the the other names right. announced as the year, or actually almost two years now, has gone by. Um, so Alice Cooper's the big headliner. As yeah, yeah, we'll let you that one out of the hat right you now. You see his picture uh, there if you're looking, if you're watching us on both on uh, Twitch.tv/slash/both/mics/live, or if you're catching us on YouTube or Facebook or wherever. That's the look at a picture because that's uh alice cooper steering the ship there with cobwebs and stuff behind him so have you yep. seen alice cooper before um yes i've seen him i guess a couple times the last motley tour uh in austin in san antonio in atlantic city uh wherever else i saw that tour but yeah i've seen him before and then i think i've seen him way back mm-hmm. once or twice somewhere along the line mm-hmm. but uh the, the last cruise that we were on, they give you the opportunity like a, a week or two later to, to pre-book for alumni uh, the next cruise. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we book it. It's all booked online and you make payments. You know, there's a minimum payment and then you, you have benchmarks where you have to be 50% paid, full paid as, as time goes along. Uh, pricing is, is a little bit more than uh, what a traditional cruise is. Uh, the last cruise I went on was a seven-night cruise for four people, and I paid under a thousand dollars, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know what cruise pricing is like, that's awesome. The um, Monsters Rock cruise, I think the least I've ever paid per person was like fourteen hundred, and I, I'm sure I've paid over two thousand a person uh, in, in more recent times. But we've we've gone from like I said inside rooms that are not VIP to to actually <coughs> a couple times we had between five and eight people in a suite. Um, One year we had. We okay, had I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off there. It's this is not that kind of show, Mike. We're not gonna talk about those activities. <laughs> yeah, no fishbowl in this okay. room. No goldfish bowl. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was two single girls, two single guys in a in a in one room with uh, bunk beds. And they all kind of hooked, not hooked up, but you know, hung out in there. Uh, my wife and I, since we booked the room, we got the master suite, and then there was two more on a pull-out couch. Now, Mike, I watched the show on TV yesterday, and I found out it's no longer politically correct to call it the master suite. You have to call it the primary suite now because that's offensive and racist by calling it the master suite. I kid you not. I saw this on a TV show. I about fell out of my chair. Okay. Go ahead. So I can't call call my kids Master Nicholas and Master. No, that's racist Taylor. as well. Yes, it's racist as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about, how about Mister? I, I I think if you go with Massa, like an A at Massa. the end, that's better. Massa. Uh, that's yeah. better. Yes. Better. Okay. I'm the the, the Massa suite. <laughs> Yeah, and that, and that was we, we were gold, and he went out back, and it was like a twenty-four foot balcony at the aft of the ship, uh, back of the ship, and uh, that that was great. That was really nice. Uh, that particular year, um, we we drove we drove from San Antonio to to Miami, and uh, we stopped at um, Trader Joe's along the way. And you know Trader Joe's, their their famous uh, wines called Two Buck Chuck. Yeah. Well, two buck chalk costs three dollars. Right. 
not, not two bucks. And uh, so I picked up a case. No, actually, it, it's three bucks if you buy a bottle. It's two bucks a bottle if you buy a case. So for twenty three ninety five, I bought a case of wine. And when I got to the terminal, I basically went around to people and said, hey, are you bringing wine on board? Because you're allowed to bring two bottles of wine. Yeah. And uh, people were like, no. I'm like, well, here, put these two in your bag. And when you get on the other side of security, give them back to me. So I, <laughs> I essentially... I essentially had uh, 11 bottles of wine <laughs> <laughs> because I drank one at one of the pre-cruise concerts. So I had 11 bottles of wine. Uh, another person in the eight-person room brought like three bottles or four bottles. Yeah, we had so much liquor. It was, it was crazy. So, so. Um, you, you had another experience like that before, didn't you, where uh, you wound up like buying everybody drinks because you had like a shit ton of tickets or something? Yeah, yeah. My first Monsters Rock cruise on uh, the MSA Divina, which was the, the cruise ship I just got off a couple of weeks ago. Um, God, when we got on board, we were VIP. So I told Brenda, go to the bar, get our drink package. I'm going to the back to get our VIP stuff. So I get my stuff. I go to the bar and she's at the bar and she turns to me. She goes, you're not going to believe it. They lost our, our drink package. Like, well, I, I'm very organized and I print everything. So I had a printed copy of right. our confirmation for our, for our old, drink package. Old man with the printed copy. It's not on this phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, they hand us an envelope and I'm feeling this envelope that should have 72 drink tickets in it. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of thick, but that's fine. You know, so we grab all our stuff. We get back to our room and uh, we open it up and there's 144 drink tickets in there. I'm like, okay, they obviously screwed something up, but that's okay. Maybe, maybe since they they felt they screwed up, they gave us a they threw us a bone. So now MSC is an Italian cruise line, and they do all their credit card stuff out of France. There's a connection here. Uh, night number two, we get back to our room, and of course, it's like a hotel phone, and it's blinking red. So we have a message, and it's basically the front desk. So Brenda calls down to the front desk and says, hey, I got a message. There was uh, something going on. What, what do you need? I'm, I'm guessing it's about our credit card because it, you're trying to run our credit card through a company in France. Oh, no, it's not that. We have your drink package down here. You need to come and get it. Nice. And we're like, well, we, we got our drink package yesterday. We signed for it. Uh, we, we don't need we don't need our drink package. We have plenty. Thank you. No, well, it's down here. It has your name on it. You have to come get it. <laughs> you were trying to do the right thing. Okay, no you were, problem. You were correcting yeah. the girl at McDonald's who can't give you the right change back and trying to do the right thing. I, I get right. it. I get it. Yeah. So we go down there, and uh, and it wasn't it wasn't seventy two tickets like we should have gotten the first time. It was another hundred and forty four drink tickets. <laughs> See, so two hundred and eighty eight drinks. Two hundred and eighty eight drink tickets. Uh, and, and what what the thing was it was also a great it was a great deal to begin with for right. the 72 tickets it was essentially <coughs> excuse me it was essentially like 554 no 354 dollars wow so so 75 and a bit five bucks like a drink give or take. five bucks a drink yeah and then they they gave us four times the amount of that so we paid a dollar 25 a drink that's awesome no, we gave it out to different different people. Yeah, uh, John yeah, Carabbi, you got to do. Uh, you got to share that. The other lead singer from Motley Crue, his son was like 27 at the time. We gave him like 18 tickets because there were booklets of 18. Um, I know the uh, I know the singer for Steve Adler. His name is Jacob Burton. He uh, he used to be in a, a band called Name Lineham. Dropper. Right. Yeah, name dropper. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, I know you don't drink, but you, you drink cappuccino or anything? He goes, yeah, yeah. I go, well, these tickets you can use for bottled water or cappuccino, or if you want to get a drink for somebody else, you know, you can get whatever you want. <clears throat> as long as the drink's not more than 12 bucks, you're good to go. This was 2014, so things were a little cheaper back then. Uh, yeah, so we, we gave these things away. We met a couple from, uh, from Kingston, New York, and we basically hung out all the time and just did shots and freaking – Dr. Peppers and all kinds of drinks. And we, our last night on the cruise, we missed like every band that I wanted to see because we were hanging out by the indoor pool, just drinking and freaking telling stories and yucking it up. I don't so. feel like getting up and walking over there to watch the band I came to see. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we, we I don't know, probably three or four <laughs> bands. I, I know one of them was Slaughter that we, we missed. And uh, it, it was crazy. 
but but cool nonetheless. All right, so Alice Cooper's the headliner, and in Queensrÿche yeah. is there. Have you seen them before? Uh, yeah, yeah. On Monsters Rock or no? Uh, yeah, I, I've actually seen both versions of Queensrÿche. Uh, if you're looking on twitch.tv slash both mics, the, the singer there, I think his name is Todd, and the original singer is, uh, I forget his name, of course, under pressure here. I uh, I forget his name, but yeah. The guy from uh, Queensrÿche, that's his name. The guy from Queensrÿche, yeah. I've, uh, I've I've seen both versions of Queensrÿche before, yeah. All right. How about, uh, how about Cinderella? Cinderella. Well, this is the lead singer from Cinderella, Tom Kiefer. I've seen them. Uh, God, I've seen them in 1986 open for Bon Jovi at Jeff Tate. I, I just got, uh, yeah, got a, a background noise over here. Jeff Tate is the lead singer for Queensryche. So I've seen both. Um, Tom Kiefer, seen Cinderella open for Bon Jovi New Year's Eve, 86 and 87. So I've seen Cinderella a couple times. House of Blues there at, uh, at Downtown Disney. All right, so who do you like better so far? Who are you looking forward to seeing the most? Alice Cooper, Queens Rice, or, or, or is Tom Guy from Cinderella? Eh, I've seen them all. Okay. Seen them all right, well, I'm, I'm just making sure that if I'm if I'm thinking about, you know, or if I'm on the cruise, I, you know, I'm trying to prioritize who I'm going to see, or is it that big a deal? Can you see just about every band, or is it, oh, my God, these two are playing at opposite ends of the ship at the same time, or what? That happens, yeah. Um, so you're, you're looking at... Um, each band plays twice. If they play the pre, if they play the pre-party, which will be a, a band two or three, they only play once on on board. So if you catch them at the Magic City Casino, you don't have to catch them on board. Or if you want to see them twice, like there's some bands that I will like Keel. You, you never get to see Keel live. So mm -hmm. I I watched I I find them no matter what. If they uh, they're playing two ships two shows on the ship, I watch both. Um, do bands oh, generally do the same set twice, or do they mix it up? Some mix it up, some do the same set. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's pretty cool. All right, what about uh, your your boys here, Skid Row? Skid Row. Well, you're showing a picture with the original lead singer. They have a new lead singer now, and uh, he's actually really good. Uh, they were on board the last cruise in 2020, and they were excellent. They were excellent. Their new, new lead singer is really good. They were the they were my highlight of of the whole cruise. The energy that they they put off was was incredible, and uh, that just made my cruise going to see them. Uh, I will see both of their shows, and and will forego whoever is opposite. You know, they uh, the ship itself is is gigantic, and of course every ship has a theater, so they do shows in the theater. They actually will cover the pool on the pool deck with a, uh, you know, they'll make some kind of contraption over the pool and they'll drop a stage on the pool deck, <coughs> a stage like you would see at any festival, you know, just a, a scale down size and they'll, they'll put it on board and they'll have all the, the lighting. They'll have, you know, drum risers, they'll have speakers obviously. And uh, they'll, they'll have a backdrop, usually an led screen uh, and they'll have, uh, pool parties, you know, without a pool on the pool deck. So uh, I've seen Skid Row in the in the theater. They also have smaller theaters where some of these smaller bands that we're going to be talking about in a little bit will will play. Um, yeah, I can't think of the names of the theaters, but there's there's smaller venues. Usually, if you're on a cruise ship, that's where they they'll do like karaoke or trivia. Um, right. I think this time around they're actually having like a dueling pianos. And they'll probably do uh, that in the atrium, or actually, there's no atrium in this one. There's a, it's almost like a, a shopping mall when you walk on this boat. That's how big they are. All right, what about um, this band, Lit? I, I've wanted, I've seen them before. I, I want to see them again. Seems like they're not really in the same time genre. frame here, right? Yeah, no? no, they're they're definitely not in the same genre. And I was surprised when they they talked about Lit coming on board. I'm, I'm more than happy. Uh, one of my favorite songs to do karaoke, of course, is a lit song, my own my own worst enemy. Hello. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I was surprised, like I said, to, to see them on board. But uh, looking forward to it. I've seen lit at the Oyster Bake in San Antonio during Fiesta. And, uh, you know, I think they're from Canada, right? 
Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. I don't know yeah. them that well. But strange story about that. That particular weekend, it was a Friday and Saturday. We go to Oyster Bake, and we've seen Brett Michaels. We've seen Tom Kiefer there. We've seen Night Ranger there. We've seen Lit and Fury of a Dead Man. And a bunch of other bands, too, at, uh, at this particular oyster break during Fiesta in San Antonio every April. And um, somebody, personal good friend of mine, got me into a, a bad habit of putting guitar picks in my mouth. <laughs> when well, if you're picking them picks, up off the ground, you can't hold them all and pick them up yeah. still. Yeah. Right. So uh, that particular weekend, we saw Theory of a Dead Man on Friday and Lit on Saturday. And Sunday, I caught the flu. Ah. From a guitar With, pick off the ground that you put in your mouth? <laughs> from either Lit or Theory of a Dead Man. Yes. Nice. And that was the last time I ever put a guitar pick in my mouth. So, yes. Thanks, Mike. Your fault. Yeah. <laughs> that bastard. How about these but, guys? L.A. Guns. You see L.A. Guns before? are awesome. <clears throat> they, are, they are awesome. Now, um, is it just me? I thought... Half of this band was the Guns and Guns and Roses, and they no Correct. longer existed. Yes. If you look at the picture, all the way to the left is Tracy Guns. Okay. Tracy Guns is the original Guns from Guns and Roses. Um, if you if you ever get a chance to pick up a book called uh, Nothing But a Good Time, it's a, a 600-page, basically, biography of the 80s, and it explains the whole thing right there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, this is a recent picture. All the way to the left, uh, uh, Von Johnson. I forget his first name. Ace Von Johnson. Second one from the, the left is uh, Johnny Martin, friend of mine's friend, and Phil Lewis in the middle there. And I don't know the drummer's name, but they are really good. Uh, they have songs Sex Action, uh, Ballad of Jane, and uh, Gypsy Something, and gosh. I wish I wrote some of these down. But yeah, they actually, uh, and each one of these bands will play an hour. And each one of these bands probably have an hour's worth of hits without yeah. having to kind of go into to deep cuts or, or new material. They play the hits and they're out. So are the awesome. bands approachable? Do they have a meet and greet time? or? Yes. You will, you will literally be at Magic City Casino or checking in at the cruise line terminal. And look next to you, and there's Eric Turner from Warrant. Like, what, what the hell? Um, my first cruise, uh, I remember sitting down after checking in, and the guy across from me, I'm like, hey, are you in a band? He goes, no, my name is uh, Keith Roth. I'm one of the DJs on XM Radio, Hair Nation. I'm like, oh, cool, awesome to meet you. <laughs> uh, Eddie Trunk, you'll yeah. you, you, him. Uh, God, the guys from Skid Row, hung out with them. Uh, the the older drummer from Slaughter and Vince Neil, his name is Zoltar. He is uh, an incredible drummer, crazy maniac on stage, uh, actually a friend of a friend, and met him. Jim Florentine, the comedian, met him. Uh, Don Jameson, also a comedian, met him. Name so, dropper. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we actually had a room next to Kip Winger once and uh, spoke to him. Uh, God, was your, were your rooms attached? Like you had that little side door where you could go into each other's <laughs> rooms? Joining rooms? Was, no, was no. the headboard being slammed up against the wall all night or what? No, believe it or not. I met in your room. By itself? <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but crazy. Crazy nonetheless. How about these and, guys? Uh, How about these guys? Kicks. Kicks. I, I know these guys. Um, seeing them, God, back in the 80s, went to Lamore in Brooklyn and seeing these guys on New Year's Eve. And uh, they're actually really good. Seeing them, I think they've been on every Monsters of Rock that I've been on. So, yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, Cold, uh, Cold Blood, I think it's one of their songs. God, yeah. I don't know. How about, how about these guys, Winger? Winger, yeah. Uh, Winger actually used to be a bass player for Alice Cooper. So it's gonna be a little bit of a, of a reunion on board. Isn't that guy's first name Kip? Is it Kip? Kip. Yeah. Yes, Kip Swinger, all the way on the right. You know, and, you uh, know. Contrary to popular belief, my brain isn't all foggy from too much hops and bong resin, so I'm good. <laughs> hops and bong resin, isn't that the name of your country band? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let me all right. Who else we got here? Uh, let's see who's next. Oh, Great White. Great White. I bet they burned the place down, huh? <laughs> oh, sorry, too soon? Wow. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is actually, I think, the original band right here we're looking at. And uh, they have a different lead singer. They had now have uh, Mitch Malloy, who is, uh, you might know him for the 15 minutes of fame he got a couple of years back when he admitted that he was going to be the replacement after Sammy Hagar in Van Halen. So that, uh, that was going to happen. And then the next thing Mitch knows, he hears that they're back together with David Lee Roth. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was a freaking train wreck. Right? So, yeah. So 15 minutes, he was in Van Halen. And uh, awesome singer. Great singer. Good-looking guy. Now the uh, new lead singer for this version of Great White. So, so you have Great White. So pretty much everybody's have, probably heard that uh, once bitten, twice shy. That's their big one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's their, their big tune, which is actually a cover tune. I don't know who the original singer was. Really? But, uh, they, they, yeah, they have they have a good hour's worth of stuff. They're, they're one of those bands that you'd be like, oh, they sing this song? Oh, oh, I know this song. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. this band. Yeah. How about this guy? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. How about him? Pat Travers. You seen Pat him Travers. before? I always thought he was a country star, you know? Get out he, of here, he's really? a He's a musician's musician. Yeah, yeah. So that's he's played with not, everybody. Everybody's played with him. They all like him. Yeah. He likes everybody. It's one of those. Yes. Yeah. Like like Ron Keel, just he he loves this guy. He 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 you know just goes on and on about him. And a lot of the people in these bands are like, you know, they are fans of Pat Travers. Me, I, last time he was on Monsters of Rock, I skipped it. You know, it you you, you can't see every band that you want. If you don't skip someone else, you yeah, know, there's, no, I hear you. they, they overlap the shows. They're in, you know, four or five different venues. Ah, just thought of another one. They, they I've told you about the, the pool, uh, the pool deck, the theater, and then these larger Royal Caribbean ships have ice skating rinks. Wow. Yeah. And they cover the ice skating rink and they put a stage up and boom, you have another venue for, you know, another large venue. So when you stop at these islands or whatever your ports of call are, does a band play there off off the boat or no? It depends. With Royal Caribbean and uh, Norwegian Cruise Line, they have private islands. So typically, they they'll do sets, and uh, they used to do you know full blown electric sets, but I think they found that it's logistically better to have these guys come out and do acoustic sets on the island. Yeah. Well. So they're not bringing all this gear. Um, but yeah, uh, I know. I know. Winger's done a, a set uh, once, and I can't think of who else I've seen. But I remember seeing the the, the Atomic Punks, which is a, a Van Halen tribute band. I've seen them do a full electric set <clears throat> back when we used to go on Norwegian cruise lines. How about these guys? Y and T. Y and T is awesome. Now, unfortunately, they backed out of this particular. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, this particular cruise. Is it COVID-related stuff or what? Uh, a little bit COVID-related, and they've also done every, you know, I think we're up to 11 Monsters of Rock cruises, yeah. and they've been on every one. And they're like, you know what? We're going to back out, and we're going to you know put some room in there for, for another band to come in and and, uh, and play. Well, so. you know, it's it's funny because I can imagine it's, oh, shit, we got to do that boat again. You know, oh, man, if I get on another cruise, you know. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you. You know, side note: a lot of these bands that you see listed here have basically re re resurrected their career because of Monsters of Rock. God you know, bless where them. else? It's awesome. You, you get one gig, and you get basically four thousand people that are the diehard '80s hair metal right, right fans. You know, the, yeah. the people that that spend money. Yeah. And it basically has re 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 resurrected their careers. Two yeah. people I could think of offhand is, is Ron Keel with Keel and uh, John Karabi. Both weren't doing much before Monsters of Rock. How about these guys, uh, or I should say gals, in Vixen? Well, let's back up a second. I want to tell oh, you sorry. a quick story. Y&T. They're from San Francisco, and they play it smart. In January, they go on tour, and they come across the U.S. in their uh, – they're little, they have a, a, I guess a mini bus. It's a Mercedes-Benz mini bus with a little trailer behind it. And they work their way to Miami. And then they work their way back to yeah. San Francisco. That's where you're supposed to do. Their, 
<coughs> that's their tour. Good. A lot of bands, well, we're doing a Monsters Rock tour, but we're doing nothing else all year. So let's fly into Miami, do the show, and then fly back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not you make know, money like, on the way? And exactly. on the way back. So, so the week before Monsters of Rock, I, I'm not sure which year, I'm going to guess 2015, um, we are, oh, the week before, we're like, let's go to the beach and get a base tan. You know, get some sun, get out there, take a little pre-vacation before our vacation. And we get off our, our the next exit down because uh, that's where Starbucks is. And of course, Brenda needs to go to Starbucks before we go to the beach. Doesn't everybody? And uh, McDonald's is next to it, so of course I drop her at Starbucks. I go through McDonald's drive-through line, and I pull into the the space right in front of uh, right in front of Starbucks, and I'm looking on the sidewalk, and bopping down the sidewalk is a guy with long blonde hair, and I'm like, okay, that's strange that anybody that's a guy in San Antonio, Texas, has long hair, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird, and then. I see the guy in the picture here is called Mike Vanderheel come bopping down the sidewalk and I recognize him immediately. That's Mike and it's the drummer from Y&T. And the other guy is the guy all the way on the right. His name is Brad Lang, um, who is now not in the band and he's with another band, which I can't think of the name. And uh, they're at Starbucks. So I pop out of the car, like car still running. I'm like frantic, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Mike, he goes, yeah. I go, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Mike, I'm, I'm, we're going to go uh, see you guys at Monsters of Rock next year, and, or next week. So we go inside, and we're in Starbucks, and all these millennials are around wondering why we're talking to these guys, asking people to take our picture. They have no stuff. idea, right? Yeah, no idea that these guys are, you know, pseudo-famous or, or from a famous band back in the 80s. And, of course, uh, the lead singer is the guy in the front there. His name is Dave Manichetti. He's the, uh, <coughs> the lead singer and the only original member in the band. Uh, at one time, they were a five-piece band, but you know, they, they, he's got the guitar, he's got the voice, he still sounds the same. They do a fantastic set. They're a lot of fun. Um, see, see, I would have went into Starbucks and told all the millennials, "That's Def Leppard. Go get your picture with him. Tell him how much you like that. Pour some sugar on me song." <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And of course, John is the, the guy all the way on the left. He's their guitar player, and uh, yeah. So. All yeah, right. Now we man. go to Vixen. Yeah. You excited and, for them or no? Yeah, but no. Uh, it was cool one year. They, they played the, the ice rink stage one particular year. And they uh, their lead singer either couldn't make it on the ship or was sick and she couldn't sing. And they had uh, like other people from other bands come up and sing while they played, which was nice. kind of cool. Yeah. like the Believe it or not, Faster Pussycat, their, their drummer, his name is Chad. And he has a, a great voice. There's their He's pic saying, picture right there. Yeah. Second guy, second guy from the left in that picture. If you're watching on YouTube or uh, Twitch.tv slash both mics, that's Chad Stewart. You look at him, you're like, ah, he can't sing. He looks like a drummer. Great voice. Sing, sing a couple songs with Vixen. They were a lot of fun. So yeah, you, you get a chance to see Vixen, who who really don't play or tour at all. Um, and I'll tell you, a lot of these bands don't tour. Like Faster Pussycat, they they don't. If they do ten shows a year, that's a lot. So, well, I mean, you got to consider the age of some of these guys. They're probably older than me and you, and I don't know if I want to go yeah. on tour. <laughs> I mean, you know how many, you know how many tour requests I've turned down for us. I mean, shit, I get a new one every day. Shit, so I had a dime for everybody that called and wanted us to come visit. All right, here's your boy John Karabi. Yeah, yeah, um, John Karabi's other lead singer from Motley Crue. God, I've I've met him so many times. He looks nothing like that now. That that picture now, looks like. Now does he get after... offended when people reflect on the Motley Crue time he had versus no. where he's at no, now? Or no, he, he just kind of <laughs> knows that's that is what it is. Yeah, he, he's he's an Italian guy. So when he does his his sets, it, well, he does he does a lot of acoustic sets. When he does his acoustic sets, it's like storyteller. Nice. You get you get a story in between every one about That's the time awesome. he met Steven. Yeah, the time he met Steven Tyler, his idol for the first time, yeah. and things with Motley Crue, and he, you know, this is what this song was about. You know, he he actually has a song that when Motley Crue let him go, he you know went home and told his girlfriend at the time, hey, you know, uh, Motley let me go, and she basically picked up her stuff that second and left. And she married Vince Neil. 
but uh, but uh, she uh, but he actually you know he tells the story and he actually wrote a song about it blah blah blah. Um, he was on the Motley Cruise with Vince Neil. Wow! And he's actually he was actually the guitar player that replaced Robin Crosby in Rat. Wow. And not so many people know that in the in the late nineties, early well, I guess the the two thousand decade. Um, you know, I've seen him many times with Rat. First time I ever met him was with, when he was in Rat, and he has shorter hair, and he, he looks completely different then with short hair as he does now. Now he looks like uh, something out of the Reverend movie, but uh, you know, like he's be uh, chasing and wrestling polar bears. But uh, great guy, fantastic guy, unbelievable guy. Uh, really nice. I wouldn't consider him a friend. Uh, you know, he, we recognize each other when, you know, when we meet each other. Acquaintance, kind of. But yeah, um, one of my favorite people. Uh, got a solo album out that came out uh, seven years ago. Fantastic acoustic uh, album. He's had a live album come out. He does. He went on tour and he did the Motley record, the Motley 1994 record. With his uh, his son on drums and two guitar players, a bass player, fantastic. Uh, always a highlight. He's also one of the people that if he plays twice, we will go see him twice and forgo whoever is up against him uh, in the uh, in the schedule. <clears throat> so about, great guy. How about your guy you mentioned before, Eddie Trunk? Is uh, Eddie Trunk a uh, and R guy back in the day? Uh, worked for record companies. Now he's on XM Radio. I think Channel One Hundred Six. Monday nights he does a, uh, a a thing on Hair Nation on Channel Thirty Nine. He's also the guy that uh, did that metal show on VH1 for God over ten years. Great guy, met him several times. Have his I have one of his T-shirts. He's thankful and uh, good guy, good guy for sure. How about you? And you mentioned the other guy before here, uh, Jim Florentine. See, I I just know him from that Crank Anchor show. I don't know him from yeah, anything yeah. else. Uh, I got mail. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. Guy. Yep. That's hilarious. Uh, also, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Also from uh, that metal show. And uh, they're like hosts. You know, they introduce bands and they, they do, I think him and Don do a comedy set. We uh, actually, I hung out with him at the casino one night while. Uh, Don Jameson, another comic, and Kip Winger uh, played uh, roulette. <laughs> they played roulette, and I hung out with Jim. And uh, I had his book. I had him had him sign it. And he's from New Jersey, as is Jim Florent, um, Don Jameson, and Eddie Trunk. They're also from uh, from Jersey. So I kind of just hung out and, and shot the breeze about New Jersey with Jim Florentine for one night. Kind of cool. Anybody else that I missed that you're excited to see or? Well, uh, also on the list is, is Keith Roth, who is the, the guy that I, I told you I met earlier. Um, Dangerous Toys is a, a band out of Texas that is, uh, they have one that one song that everybody knows called Scared, and uh, they're pretty good. I, I, I would see them if no one else was, was up against them that was more, more uh, you know, forthcoming. Let's see, uh, Tokyo Motor Fist. That would be that's going to be one that you're <coughs> that you're going to be interested about. Tokyo Motor Fist. Motor Fist. Yes, um, they, they they basically named the band. They're like, okay, what can we what can we call it that just sounds really cool, you know? And they came up with Tokyo Motor Fist. Lead guitar player from Trickster, Steve Brown, and uh, he's the lead guitar player. The lead singer is the lead singer from Danger Danger, Ted Poley. And if you know Danger Danger, they, they actually uh, have a song called Bang Bang. They have a song called Naughty Naughty. They have a song called Keep On Keeping On. Uh, there seems to be a, a repetition there, but they're really good. Uh, Ted Poley has always been considered the, the captain of Monsters of Rock Cruise, where John Karabi is considered the mayor. They're both uh, been on almost every one, every Monsters of Rock Cruise, either with the band or solo. So uh, they're both great guys. And uh, their drummer is a guy called Chuck something. Billy Joel's drummer. Hmm. So he's in this, this super group. And then uh, to round it out is uh, Ted Nugent's old bass player, hmm. Greg, uh, Greg Smith. So, yeah, each one of these four guys are, are from other bands, kind of a, a mini super group. And... Um, 
like other other bands that can be is Killer Dwarves. They're from uh, Canada. A uh, friend of mine is uh, a really good friend with the guys there. And uh, Bisto Blanco. That's uh, going to be going to be interesting because Bisto Blanco. Uh, I'm guessing one of their singers. I guess it's their lead singer, one of the singers. I think there's a girl and a guy that do the singing. The girl is uh, Calico Cooper, also known as Alice Cooper's daughter. Wow. So she'll be on board with Pop, and I'm guessing there'll be some kind of some kind of cross cross thing going on there. Either her showing up at his set or he showing up at her set. So uh, other names on there: Joel Holstra. You might know him from Trans Siberian Orchestra. Uh, he's actually on tour now with Trans Siberian Orchestra, <clears throat> and uh, famous for being the guitar player for White Snake for some coronation of, of that. And uh, who else? Mike Monroe, band called Hanoi Rocks back in the '80s. He's the lead singer for Hanoi Rocks, or was the lead singer for Hanoi Rocks before uh, Vince Neil got so, to an accident. So, do you do you and uh, Eddie Trunk like you should host the game show? on the ship where it's like stump the guy with the microphone and it, you, you they, they give you the band name and you got to name the people in the band or whatever a lot of people can't do that shit that you're doing you know what i mean well believe it or not have you watched the that metal show before i back in the day maybe but okay. it's been a while that's probably where you, you're subconsciously thinking because there is a a segment he does called stump the trunk okay and people in the audience would ask questions, trying to stump him with you know what the answer would be. Now, now I've seen something, and you may want to try this. This may be a fun thing, especially with somebody who's been drinking. Because you know, I expect when you come back from this cruise for you to have all kinds of awesome pictures, video, interviews, uh, promos cut for the show, and all that shit. You know, John Carabi, can you do one of these? Uh, welcome to both. You know, welcome to both mics thing. My my favorite podcast or whatever, or your podcast fucking sucks. This is Eddie Trunk. You know, whatever. Use um, a dollar. Yeah, yeah. but he, <laughs> here, here's on. I've seen somebody do this on YouTube before, where they're at a concert festival and somebody's walking around with some hardcore, little-known band, uh, the Trees or whatever the band's name is, and uh, the guy yeah. will go over and go, "Hey, uh, I see you're a big Trees fan." And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Name me three songs." Right. I've and it's it. like crickets. You know, it's like so. I I I totally expect for you know. Something like that to, 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 to happen. <laughs> yep. Well, these uh, <clears throat> with the Monsters of Rock, they, they start these these shows at about ten o'clock in the morning. Nice. And uh, they they like the last show will start at like twelve or one in the morning. So you're you're essentially looking at you know sixteen to eighteen hours of music all day long, and with the, the five venues going, and uh, you know, traditionally you would go to like a sit down dinner. We might do a sit-down dinner one night out of the five. You know, everybody's in, in the buffet, in and out, on to the next show. Um, <clears throat> the uh, they have a drink package this year, which is which is not a bargain, uh, like in years past. So yeah, we're they're not going to give you two hundred and eighty-eight drink tickets, Mike. Yeah, no, no. But since I'm diamond class or diamond level with uh, Royal Caribbean. They actually load four free drinks onto our card each day. Wow! So, you know that, and you know if you if you actually have a, a scope bottle and you fill it with Tito's vodka and two drops of green uh, food coloring, that works too. Well, I'll I'll tell you how to get vodka: two liters of vodka and rum on the ship at a time, because you can take a two-liter bottle. So what you do is you go to the you go to the store, you go to the Creaky Mart or whatever, and you get like a seven up, a two liter, and then you get like a seven up that's like a, a small one, like a sixteen ounce one. Okay, then what okay. you do is you take the two liter and you open that up and you throw all that shit down the drain. You fucking throw the seven seven up down the drain. Then you take some shears and you cut off. You don't take the top off the smaller one. You cut it near the top, draining all the drink out or drinking the drink, whatever you want to do. Just don't take that top off the little one. Then you take right. like a heat gun or a hair dryer and you melt the plastic from around the cap and the right. seal on the cap isn't broken. You pull that little right. piece off, you fill up the two liter with vodka or rum and then you put the cap on and it seals and it looks like you, you put like a tablespoon or two of 7-Up back in the bottle there and this way it has some fizz or whatever. But if the seal's not broken, I mean, that's how I've gotten 
drinks on board before. Well, they don't let you bring two liter bottles of soda onto the cruise ship. I'm probably the reason for that then. I'll call. Yeah, it's funny because we were coming back from our cruise and uh, I, I'm, I'm taking the bottles and we had two two, two two liter bottles and it was like maybe a third in each one left. I mean, we just couldn't drink stuff fast enough between the drinks we got and that, that you know, I just couldn't drink it. I was It was almost like a waste. So um, I take the seven up and we're about ready to leave the the room packing our shit up and i'm dumping it down the drain and my wife's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm getting rid of this shit she goes no let's keep it let's bring it back i said you're fucking crazy <laughs> that's looking for trouble like you're smuggling rum back into the country no right yeah no well this past uh cruise usually when you go through the little uh metal detector that they have when you come back from jamaica yeah they'll uh, they'll see your bottle in the radar and have you store it to the side and they'll return it back to you the night before the cruise ends. So you don't interfere with their drink, with the exactly. drinks they're serving. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they don't want to lose money. Drink, we had the drink package anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah um, no, I hear you. But they, they never seen it. They never confiscated it or nothing. We had, uh, was it Appleton? Appleton rum? Jamaican yeah. rum? And we had it in our room. I forgot all about it, but it didn't matter because we had the drink package. So right. um, our cabin. Like I said, I, I stayed in a two-bedroom suite before. I stayed in a, uh, a VIP suite. We call it junior suite. And uh, we have a, a just a regular cabin. It's a balcony cabin. And uh, yeah, nothing real special about it, but we are a silver VIP, which gets us uh, second group online to get to the theater shows and second group you know, behind gold VIP for the, uh, the meet and greets. Each band does a meet and greet. It's basically like a, what they call like a hug and shove. You kind of like, okay, quick, smile, click. Okay, quick, smile, click. Okay, quick, smile, click. And uh, so we get to the, the front of the line for that. And it's, that's kind of cool, you know, um, to, to actually meet and make shake, you know, shake hands and say a couple words to these people that you've, you've seen or have heard on the radio for so many years. Um, so, and, and that's good because some of these bands like if they, if they do a meet and greet with alice cooper god it's gonna be, be like a four-hour line sure you're gonna be sitting there for you know, you're gonna get online an hour before uh it starts and you're gonna be there online for a couple hours so you're missing one or two shows one right. or two concerts yeah, yeah. waiting online for meet and greets right and they don't do one meet and greet there's you know probably two meet and greets a day well they'll do like five bands at a time and you know, I think we're looking at close to forty bands that are so, listed here. So how about on the on the cruise? Like you said, you had partnered up with some people and stuff. I mean, are is there a is there some sort of hideaway for some of these bands? Because I can see they just want to relax. They don't want to, you know. But but I guess you got to kind of expect that you're going to get hassled, even if it's your break time or whatever. Because that's the life you chose. You chose to come and perform on the cruise. Yeah. This is part of yeah. the package, you know. Well, we're also we're also you know. There's not many people there that are younger than 40. So it's not like we're, we're chasing, you know, the lead singer from Striper across the pool deck. No, you know, we, everybody just hangs out and, you know, once in a while they'll get like a tap on the shoulder. Like, hey, can you sign this? Hey, can you take a picture? And they're used to it. They're just hanging out. They're not, they're not right. stressed about, you know, kids chasing them around or anything. They got nowhere to be. They can't be anywhere that you're not. They're on the ship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like on the on the Motley cruise, I hung out with Skid Row like the entire time, you know. Uh, and John Karabi from Rat, he was at Rat, Rat at the time. They hung out all the time. This past cruise with uh, with Skid Row, I saw them in the the VIP reception that they had day one, and uh, they were kind of standoffish a little bit because I thought they were going to be cool like they were last time. And I went up to them like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Blah 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 blah. And they're like, hey, what's 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 up, man? Yeah, uh-huh. And then they kind of all just kind of scurried away. I'm like, that that sucked. <laughs> they're like, do you know this guy? I have no fucking yeah. idea. No, I don't know him either. All right. Yeah. When I say the keyword, we all break and go a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was there was one time on one particular cruise, a friend of mine who is uh, you remember we were talking about that band, The Dirt. Yes. Uh, the the drummer, friend of mine. And uh, him and his wife, who I've known, God, for probably 20 years now, they, uh, we were hanging out with them over kind of by the buffet in a stair area, and we were talking. And the next thing we know, you know, one of the, the, the 
musical artists come by we're talking to them and taking pictures and drinking and everybody has a drink in their hand and then like as we like go through this area we end up coming across like 10 different people taking pictures having fun yucking it up you know just with with drinks in our hands having a good time right so you know you you meet people as they kind of shuffle back and forth so you mentioned a couple things which i really like that you know getting together with people and meeting people and stuff like that with similar interests and everything and you know you mentioned that you know kind of a loose atmosphere everybody kind of being real good to each other and everybody in the bands kind of being real approachable and everything and is there ever a time like i don't know if you've seen dave girl from the food fighters where he pulls somebody up on stage all the time to play guitar is there anybody that is involved that way they get the fans involved or does a lead singer or something go on the parade through the crowd or whatever yeah um on, on the first note not really because like I said, they have an hour set. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of want to get what they want to get in in while they're doing it. Uh, so they really don't bring anybody up on stage. They they do. Um, I call them add-ons. Um, do you think you can shred? They'll have like a shred contest, and they'll have some of the the main guitar players up there, and uh, they'll have fans. You know, even someone's kid was up there playing guitar and, and you know just jamming and they'll have a contest of who's who the best shredder is so, um, so does anybody get up there and they really suck and they think they're good i've never seen it okay uh, they, they've probably done it five or six times i've never seen it okay uh you know to me there's there's better things to do right uh they do a, they do a lot of those add-ons and uh, i'll talk about them in a minute and what was the second question yeah you ever uh, maybe a lead singer of the band doing a parade through the crowd yeah, uh, Ted Poley uh, from Danger Danger and this particular year from Tokyo Motor Set Fist. He has one particular song. I can't remember offhand what it is. It's a ballad, and he'll jump down off stage, and he'll kind of go through the crowd. And, and of course, security will have the flashlight on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the singers will, will do that and, uh, and kind of get out in the crowd and sing a little bit. But uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy or out of the ordinary. No one climbing up on rafters and, and swinging around or anything like that. You know, about the no old, uh, I, I guess you're kind of, uh, most of the women there are kind of past the stage of taking their top off during the, during the show. Yeah, I've only seen um, someone kind of flash themselves uh, in an elevator, in a glass elevator, while Night Ranger played in the uh, atrium one night. So that was interesting. And of course, you know, to be not to be outdone, some guy chucked the moon as the elevator went up during the Night Ranger song uh, set on one of the Monster Rock Cruises. Nice. Yeah. That was uh, 2015 or 2016. Will yeah, you nice. sign my Pandora bag? What does that mean? Oh, my I God. Have an idea. Oh, that's in the chat. In the chat. Let's do something. Tell me that now. story. All right. Um, God. Uh, another drunken night. <laughs> no. And, uh, imagine that. And uh, um, God, I forget which. Oh, we can't. I think we came across the the lead singer from YNT. And my wife was like, "We should get an autograph." She goes, "I got nothing to sign." I go, "Well, we just got back on board, and she bought like some Pandora charms or a Pandora bracelet, and we had this nice bag, a little shopping bag, probably about." six inches by eight inches by two inches wide has nice little uh ribbon handles and stuff i go have him sign your pandora back so we got the lead singer dave manichetti from ynt to to sign uh, her bag I, and uh, i'd be willing to bet there's not two of those out there that's a one of a kind no no yeah and, and probably you probably ask him hey you ever signed the pandora bag he'd right. be like oh no never done that before um so uh we got John, the guitar player, to sign it. And then we got Brad, the bass player, to sign it. And then the last night, we were like, we got to find Mike Vanderheel. And she's like, oh, we'll, we'll never find him. She goes, I'm not going to bring it. I go, we'll bring it just in case. And uh, sure enough, that night, walking across the, the pool deck with his wife, we found Mike Vanderheel, and he signed it. So we got a, a shadow box from from Michael's or Joanne Fabrics or something. And uh, I printed out uh, a picture of Y&T. And I put it in the back, and then in the in the front of this uh, shadow box is this Pandora, this white Pandora bag with the four autographs from the guys at Y and T. Nice, and that's funny. I'm looking around, and I don't see it. 
in here. So That's all right. I, I know I called you early to show and tell. Sorry. <laughs> it's around here somewhere. No, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. We, didn't get, we, didn't, we haven't gotten everything called up yet. Any other interactions or, or activities or problems with anybody <laughs> from bands in the past, like illegal substances yeah, well, or whatever? The only problem I've ever come across is uh, with Sebastian Bach, the original lead singer from, uh, from, from Skid Row, who is, uh, as a, uh, an ego so big it really doesn't fit in the room with him uh but yeah he like a friend of mine chris was like hey sebastian can i, can I get a picture and he's like yeah and he, and he goes to pose he goes no a picture with you and me he goes no no not together <laughs> <laughs> get a picture with me but i don't want a picture with you <laughs> so yeah yeah Sebastian was was a little bit of a dick. Nice. Uh, yeah, he has a, a habit of, of doing that. Um, other things that happened, they um, like Dave Manichetti from YNT. Him and his wife at one point had a uh, a wine vineyard and had a a, a wine brand called Manichetti Wine, and they would do a dinner. So you would pay X amount of dollars, and they would limit it to like thirty people. And you get to go to one of the specialty restaurants on board. Usually it's Chops, which is the uh, the steakhouse. And they would have like an intimate dinner with Dave Manichetti, Dave and Jill Manichetti. They do a, um, a cooking with rock stars. So like you can be like hanging out with the, the drummer from Faster Pussycat. And, um, and they'll, they'll cook something, you know, or they'll have a, a cocktail thing where they make cocktails and they'll have a competition who can make the best cocktail. And each team will have a, 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 a musician celebrity on it. Um, they also do a, a painting thing now where like you ever see those things with wine and painting and yeah, yeah, there's yeah. somebody up, up front and they're kind of showing you how to paint, you know, yeah, so yeah, get, yeah. Your, get the green and put it here and get the blue and put it here. Happy little um, trees. Happy little trees. Yeah, they, exactly. So they, they do one of those now. And I think this year, since it was so popular last year, they're doing one every day. So you can oh, paint wow. with rock stars. Uh, the cooking with rock stars. They do theme nights, prom night, 80s night. Um, yeah, usually prom night, eighties night. They had a Star Wars night, well, see, Star I, Wars day once. And uh, I was thinking you yeah. were gonna. I, I was thinking you were gonna tell me about these things. So I was trying to come up with a couple that you know I might enjoy that maybe they're not doing. Like try okay. to wake the rock star up before noon. You know, don't draw. Easy. Don't draw a penis on his face with a sharpie. Yes. Pull yes. Now, now we're getting somewhere. There we go. Hey, we got about a minute and a half left. We threw the whole show here at the Monsters of Rock Cruise 2022. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, it was. It's worth it. And um, any anything else? Any last second thing? You got about 20 seconds here. Yeah. Um, God, the places I've been. Obviously, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Tampa, but I've been to Cayman Islands. I've been to Nassau, Bahamas. I've been to Cozumel. I've been to Jamaica. Um, I've been to Ensenada and uh, Mexico and Catalina Island, California, which is an island about 30 miles off of L.A., which is part of L.A. County. Uh, so, yeah, we actually stop at places, too. Private islands in Haiti, private islands in uh, the Bahamas. We've gone everywhere. We've had a good time. I, I have probably 50 friends that are you know close friends from from going on these monsters of rock cruises all right and, cool. uh, they're well, a lot of fun. well hopefully somebody's watching this and they'll be a, approach you on a on the cruise here and say exactly. hi to you that'd be great and maybe you someday yeah right all right we got to get out of here i appreciate everybody staying and hanging and watching and uh you yeah. can catch us wherever you find stuff so hey if you're on twitch.tv slash both mics hey, stick around we're going to do another show right after this monstersofrock.com monstersofrockcruise.com